Welcome back to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Ella and not Berenice. So we have, (laughs) Berenice is out sick and I'll let her tell that story next week. Please send her thoughts and prayers and well wishes. She is very sick. Um, But we have a very special co-host. We've never had a co-host before. Berenice handpicked this (laughs) co-host. And I'm really excited for this conversation in this podcast. I'd like to introduce Ian Tudor. Ian, how are you feeling? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. And Ian, what's your relation to me? (laughs) I am Ella's cousin. Ella's cousin. Yeah. That's super fun. All right. So, yeah, we got Ella's cousin, Ella's roommate. Um, Let's start it off. What is it like living (laughs) with a famous person? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you definitely think that. See if it thinks so. So... (laughs) I'm delusional in my fame. No, I'm just joking around. So this podcast episode, we're just going to get right into it, but we're going to talk about some cool stuff. We're going to talk about reading, some movies we've watched recently, some cool concerts, and we're going to put you on some game. I have a lot of recommendations for life, but also for like people in the Seattle area So and people not, Just so this is going to be a good one. All right, let's do it. Okay, I'm going to start off with this crazy statistic that I just saw. Did you know that 32% of people never read a book after high school and 42% of people don't read a book after college? Interesting. I did not know that. No one's reading. You and I are pretty big readers, so I wanted to talk to you about reading in general. What are you reading right now? Uh, I just finished a book, Kindred, and I'm actually actually more of an audiobook listener. Shout out to audiobooks. You know, reading is reading can be time consuming, so I listen to audiobooks mainly at work. But uh, yeah, I've been listening to Kindred. It is a story about a uh, black woman in 1976 who finds herself going back and forth through time, back to 1819, where she finds herself on a plantation. Is that book heavy? Uh, surprisingly not because she and I and I realized why they did this. So she kind of ended up in a. Uh, nicer slave situation <laughs> where where the master kind of you know was nicer to black people otherwise it would have just been a too heavy book to actually like it's an historical fiction so it's yeah. accurate but uh yeah it's not as dark as it could be you know it's funny i'm um i'm reading i usually read like smut you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah which honestly is good too it's good too so if anyone doesn't know what smut is it's just like romance novels but there's like pretty heavy sex scenes in it and my our other cousin put me onto one and the first one was like damn bitch what are you reading and then the second one i was like this is explicit (laughs) i was like that's pretty ballsy to yeah to uh, recommend a smut book to your cousin yeah as i said before and i can't remember which book this was because this was a couple years ago but as i said i listen to books at work i like and i just like pick random books sometimes like because the uh, uh, Seattle Public Library has a very good app. Yeah. And it ended up being a smut novel. I'm sitting here listening to this shit and work, and I'm like, yeah, yo. Like, am I going to get in trouble? This? Like, this is not the vibe for what I need to be doing right now. You know, it's so interesting because I've had that happen to me several times where I'm like, this is 
I feel like dirty about listening to this like <laughs> no. at work. Like I, I feel like, like I'm around gonna, people. Yeah, like, you know, mm. like that was sketchy. <laughs> yeah, j- just talking about the library app. If everyone doesn't know, you need to get a fucking library card. Yes, I, free, completely free. free. And they have like an app, and you can put holds and like reserve books and shit. Like people who are paying for audiobooks. Like I've been trying to get rid of my Audible subscription, but these yes. fucking motherfuckers have me locked in. Yep, they don't let you leave. Although I will say that having an Audible account and a fucking library account is very good for me because I like I go through audiobooks at a very high rate. Yeah, and then you <laughs> I usually that's actually another reason I'm keeping my Audible subscriptions cuz like if you want a book right away, you don't want to wait exactly. 8 weeks to read it. Cuz like Obama, his uh his autobiography at one point had like 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 800 people on the waiting list and like to get it like i would have had to wait like nine months i think it's honestly a year and a half i was like yeah no um i want to read this i want to like, listen to this year. fucking now yeah all right so the audience doesn't know you that well but one no. thing that is about you how many times have you seen everything everywhere all at once <laughs> i've seen that amazing movie in theaters nine times nine times that's a lot for one movie Yes, it it really very much is. Some might say it's mental illness. <laughs> I mean, I I can definitely understand that because that's that's kind of been the reaction of what I've got when I've told people that. Yeah, like oh oh okay. <laughs> well, so why have you seen that movie nine times? Like, what attracts you to that movie to go over and over and over again? A plethora of reasons. One, because uh, I and you as well, we have a movie pass. So we do, or we are just able to see movies three a week. Yeah, we're about to put you guys on another game. I honestly don't know why everyone, like, I'm, it's a mystery, but AMC has, like, an unlimited movie pass for, like, 20, what is it, $23? $23. $23, and it's three movies a week, but that's a lot of fucking movies. It's a lot of fucking movies. That's literally, like, there's not even 15 movies that come out in exactly. a month, usually. And, like, at $14 a movie ticket, if you see two... You pay, and if you see one IMAX, which is included, it's pretty much free. Yeah. So, t- like, I don't know. I feel like this is like a secret because everyone's like, oh my God, what? $23? It's like the best subscription that I paid for. Exactly. Hands down. And a lot of people, like, when I tell them I've seen everything everywhere all at once nine times, they're like, like I haven't even been to the movies in like, I mean, even before COVID, like five years because it's so expensive. And I'm like, I know. I got the movie pass. I got the movie pass. So it was free, but it's got to be more than that. What's that? You were just saying, like, I was just asking, like, what attracts you to that movie nine times? Oh, oh yeah, much more than that. First of all, Michelle Yeoh, she's great. I, I learned a little bit about the movie before I saw it, and I found out that, like, this was her first major role. And, like, as an uh, Asian female actress, like, I mean, she's played supporting roles, yeah. but she's never got a lead role. And then when she got the script, she was like, oh, like, this, this is for me. Like, this is my movie. This is my time. And she's like... I'm at the time she was like 59 years, 58 years old when they. She's that old. Yeah, she's 60. Just turned 60 years old. She looks great. That she does. She's dang. I gotta. I'm gonna go try and find her skincare routine because she looks fabulous for 60. I honestly did not think she was that old. Yeah, I did not either. That's crazy. Maybe my time's coming in 30 years. (laughs) My moment. Yeah, so I definitely had to go to support. You know, to show support. And like, and I love A24, which is the movie studio that released the music. But primarily is because of the soundtrack. The people who Mm. produced the soundtrack, Sun Lux, which is one of my all-time favorite musical groups and has been 
for like damn near 10 years now, I found out they scored the entire movie. Yeah, that score is incredible. Um, we actually got to go see Sunlux. That we did. That, that was we really did. sick. And it was. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know who Sunlux is, it's four people, three it people? three. Three people? Yep. Um, and they all do, obviously, they're all, they have other projects as well, but they- Yeah, it's led by Ryan Lott, who's like a classical composer, who's who gone into alternative music. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's just out there, but it's just like so well produced. Yeah, and also, yeah, so another recommendation, go see live music because those tickets were not that expensive. Yep, yep. And y'all should be using Game Time. Honestly, Game Time should pay me because I <laughs> another fucking... plug here. I couldn't agree more though. Yeah, another plug is Game Time. So the Game Time app, we just got we got tickets and saw Banks for like sixteen bucks. Yep, they were they were six dollars on the app, and then like fees and like yeah, the service fees and whatever like bumped it up to like like what like eight like 13 or 14 bucks but still yeah so we saw banks and she was fucking incredible fucking amazing but yeah i've been going to a lot of live music recently um i went to i went to a a meal in the sniffas <laughs> who i think i've talked to about on the podcast before but like they are so fucking awesome she's a feminist icon i love her like i'm literally obsessed and they're coming back in october so i'm going to see them in october um, they're from Australia. That's why I did that accent. It's because they're from <laughs> Australia. I didn't just I just don't randomly say shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, live music is what's fucking up. Another thing that we've been doing and it's fun as fuck is pinball. That it is surprisingly. Well, not surprisingly, but yeah, no, it's just fun as fuck. Yeah. So if you have a pinball arena in your in your fucking neck of the woods, look up pinball. Pinball is really fucking popular. It I have is. to say, every major city probably has at least like five pinball bars, right? Exactly. Like if you like to go out and drink, then you probably will like to play pinball because it's just something you can do while, while doing drinking, that. Yeah. Exactly. Is a, it, we have a we have a boss ass time. Thing about pinball is really historical and cool too. Like you can, can see like parts of like pop culture and history, you know. Yeah. Um, because a, a lot of them are based off of movies and stuff. But yeah, ones, a lot of them are yeah. pretty old. They have old ones and recent ones. Yeah, so it's kind of kick ass to like get into. So that's a hobby that we do that I think yep. is other and people should do it. Exactly. And one thing that I've noticed about it that's really cool is like. I've grown up my entire life like playing video games. Mm-hmm. Ella necessarily hasn't like, or like at least not at the scope. Like, I mean, I still fucking play a lot of video games to this day, and so like I would say that I'm at least you know, like good or proficient at them. And but like, I mean, I play Ella and pinball, and I like I be losing all the time. Well, that's just because it, it's I it's a it's a predicting where it's going kind of thing. Yeah, I can yeah. like I'm pretty. Also, I've watched tutorials on YouTube. I'm honestly really good at certain stuff because I fucking look at it on YouTube. Like Clash of Clans. I don't know if anyone knows. I literally am obsessed with Clash of Clans and I have been for legitimately 10 years. Like I've been on that platform for that long. And Candy Crush. And Candy Crush. Y'all, my Candy Crush, I'm on level like... 3,683 or something. <laughs> like, I'm up there. It's like, it gets to a point where this chick, she's got she's got an iPad and she's got her phone. And sometimes we'll be upstairs, like, watching TV. And I'll look, I'll look over. I'm like, bro, what do you... Oh, my God. She's got Candy Crush on the phone. She's got... 
Clash of Clans on the iPad and like they like they have like timeout yeah. shit. So, so she be jumping, boom, timed out on this, oop, back to this. And I'm like, oh my God, that is dedication. <laughs> bro. It's and literally dedicated true. to the game. I'm so honestly, like, it's probably like unhealthy, like to be completely <laughs> honest. And like That's in- a whole lot of stimulation. Oh, yeah. While l- watching slash listening to whatever to we are TV. <laughs> to TV. Yeah. It's like it has to do with how my brain works. Like I have to have that going. Like that's honestly like I like everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. <laughs> just constant stimulation. No, I think that's like one of the like reasons why like I hate working is because a lot of it is monotask. Like like the best thing to do yes. is to monotask, right? But I don't fucking like doing that. And so I think sometimes work infuriates me because it's just like not naturally how my like brain wants to be stimulated. Yeah, no, I feel it. And that's why like bringing it back to earlier, as I was saying, I listen to audiobooks at work. Yeah, that's like, really I, nice. I literally like I listen to upwards of like literally like like four to six to even seven hours of audiobooks. And so I'm really able to move through them quickly. But I tell you, if I could not listen to audiobooks. I I couldn't do my job. I couldn't be motivated to get up, go to work, and fucking be there. Damn, these books are keeping you alive. <laughs> At least they're keeping me paid with the roof over yeah. my head. That's for sure. God damn. God damn. <laughs> so um, we I think we probably have a pretty like unique cousin experience. Like yes. a lot of people's cousins are like. They're not like cool with their cousins. Like they see their cousins like twice a fucking year, if that. Yep. We live together, which is, you know, cool. There's a lot of people with, like, cousins, like, direct cousins that never even met. Oh, yeah. Big families. But we were literally born and raised in basically the same neighborhood. Roosevelt, Maple Leaf, North North End Cats. Yep. And what I think is interesting is that we're also both biracial. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We both have black dads and white moms. Yep. And I was just... <laughs> yeah, that is a shared experience for sure. You know, and so it's like we have a very like, even though we have different parents, we had a similar upbringing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just think that's interesting because a lot of people, that's not a lot of people's experience. Most people aren't literally like raised with their cousins by very similar people. Exactly. Yeah. And such close proximity as well. Yeah. Literally like miles. Like, exactly. Like our sleepovers were like the shit. <laughs> We Bro. used to have so much fun. Well, we used to have sleepovers with like fucking goddamn like 12 cousins. That was, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's crazy. Like every night of the summer, I was, we were basically, the summer was one large sleepover. Yep, yep. Like I had to go back to my house like every three days or some shit just to like see my parents. Sure, yeah. We had, we had cousins coming all the way from Europe. So like, yeah, it was big family functions. Super big family functions. And now we still have Friday dinners. Yes, That's we a, do. And so if you're listening to this, call your fucking parents and your grandparents. (laughs) Like, goddamn, people, you need to talk to your families. People, I get it. You live, you're an adult. You live your own life. But they're not going to be there forever, unfortunately. And like, like, if you live in close proximity to your parents and you don't see them and like, and you actually like your parents and like you've had like, like, you know, a healthy relationship all throughout your childhood and like you just like out of just like you know just just you, you know you just don't prioritize don't do it. exactly which yeah. is, that's very much a thing like hit up your parents like take them out to dinner like take them out to drinks like like with the fucking movie pass i see a movie with my dad 
because like his days off are you know Thursdays or whatever. So yeah. we go see a movie after work after I'm done work on Thursdays, and we go out and have a couple of drinks and play pinball. And like, yeah, that's just so important to me, and that's something that I'm gonna look back on and cherish for sure. It's interesting. I to talk about comedy for a second. My what people might not know is like <laughs> I do these comedy shows, and my dad shows up to like. I would really say a majority of my a majority. shows. I'm probably rocking a good 70, yeah. 70%. Maybe. And yeah. the other day, someone called my, uh, someone gave me a critique about my set being dirty. And I was like, and I honestly don't think it's that dirty. And I was like, have I, should I have not been doing this in front of my dad? Like, is it that dirty? <laughs> and I was thinking about it and I was sitting down at this and I was like, yeah, I think most people probably wouldn't even talk about sex out loud in front of their, parent, of their parents, especially yep. in a jokey way. So like sometimes I'm like, bitch, you need you're kind of brave. You need to like give yourself a little bit more credit for like literally telling, I guess, raunchy fucking <laughs> jokes to my dad. Exactly. Shout out to Michael. He hasn't. I'm happy he hasn't figured out podcasting because he does not need to listen to fucking 100 episodes of me talking about whatever. Uh no, he'd be listening to fantasy football podcasts. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, he's a big fantasy guy. Big, yeah. big into football. Honestly, I brought but, up. But but as you what you're saying before, like should I have like done this in front of my dad or like I mean he showed up like the like the first bit the first set you done like if that wasn't like he would just like never come back again. But if like you know, yeah. you're funny, you got funny shit. So you know. Well, actually, it's a funny fucking story. So I do this bit about how I was Mormon for like two years, right? <laughs> and my dad come up to me after the show and he was like how do you come up with some of this stuff and i was like what do you mean because specifically the set he just saw i was like i was like i would what it wasn't making shit up i usually don't i would say most of my jokes are fucking true so i was like what do you mean and he was like that mormon stuff how'd you come up with that and i was like oh, i was like dad that happened and he was like <laughs> i don't remember you wanting to be mormon and I'm not joking. I wanted to be Mormon for like over a year. Like it was like a year and maybe eight months that I wanted to be fucking Mormon. And my dad's like, oh yeah, I don't fucking remember that. He's like, I would have never let you want to be Mormon. He was like, Mormons don't like black people. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I did come to find that out. Yep. <laughs> and like literally this is, if you guys have never, no, no hate. If we have any, I don't think this is very popular in Utah. No hate to Mormons. <laughs> you know, believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. But I think that's like one of the funnier jokes in the musical the book of mormon and it goes i <laughs> basically like i believe that god i believe that in 1965 god changed the way he felt about black people <laughs> because that was literally like when the civil rights act was passed it wasn't like you couldn't discriminate against black people that was the yep. same year that god told the <laughs> disciple that like actually i've changed my mind about black people like we can have black people in the church and we're like oh okay oh, yep, that, that was a really <laughs> convenient time for him to tell you guys that the fucking anyways but yeah i thought that was so funny that my dad was like missed out like two years because i was going to mormon events like i want to say like at least once a week but usually twice a week like i would go to like yoga at the mormon church and i remember one of the reasons why I wanted to be fucking Mormon. I, mean, I say I don't even remember this. Oh, it was in like I would say like fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah, very young, very impressionable. Maybe sixth, seventh grade, like middle school time. I wanted to be Mormon. I, I mean, I it rings a bell, but I don't remember you actually like actively pursuing Mormon Mormonism. Uh, yeah, well, maybe you were just fucking paying attention to yourself, but like yeah, you were probably. in high school. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. you were in high school when I was I was in middle school, but um. <laughs> Mormon, I'm gonna go smoke weed. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but 
I went to this yoga event at the Mormon church, right? And this bitch, I swear to God, to this day, it's the largest diamond I've seen in real life. That checks out. And she was like, yeah, like, I'm so thankful that God brought me a husband that can provide for me. And I was like, Mormon God's giving away fatty diamond rings. <laughs> I'm, I'm down like, for okay, that. I could, I, could, I could get on this. Literally, I was like, I could get on this. Because honestly, like, when I was in middle school, I wanted nothing more than to be a gold digger. Like, I'm telling you, I really loved the idea of being like a married to like a super rich man. Uh, but then I got old enough and realized it, it all comes with a price. That's that might might be, you know, one of the starts of why Kanye was your favorite artist. Just listen to Gold Dig on your iPod. <laughs> she take my money. Oh my god. Well this is another funny story. So in middle school my brother would steal my iPod. <laughs> And then he would try this to. This is actually a really good story. <laughs> I tell the <this> story. <laughs> it is a good story. He would steal my iPod, and then like he would like basically like put it back. But every single time I would re- like find quote unquote find my iPod, <laughs> he was playing the Ying Yang Twins, <laughs> and I had two songs by them, which is like the two songs. The they two have. songs they have, which is like Salt Shaker and Get Low, <laughs> and. So I was literally, I'd be like, Jacob, I know you took my iPod for like four fucking days because you're playing the Ying Yang Twins. And he was like, that's the only good music you have on there. And I'm like, yeah, because it's my iPod, you idiot. Like, you can't steal someone's iPod and then complain about the music they have on it. <laughs> and it's odd for real. And it's honestly funny to think that, man, this man really just played two Ying Yang Twins songs for four over days. And over, over again. and over again. Were they looped? Did he like switch it up? Like, and, and then he would tell me, he, and I'm like, why would you steal it and listen to two songs? And he was like, well, you also have that little Pong game. Because it was, you know, that like game where yeah, yeah, it brick, felt, breaker. brick Breaker. He's like, well, it also has Brick Breaker. And I was like, so you steal this song, just listen to Yin Yang Twins and <laughs> play, play Brick, brick Breaker? Break. Hey, <laughs> that that sounds like some, you know, like the 2005 life for sure. I was trying to think, do you have any funny, do you have any funny, funny stories about me or of growing up or about you growing up? I mean, a lot. A lot. <laughs> I was going to say, how much time do we have? We how? got, we got, I don't know. Uh, I'm honestly blanking on a, like a, on a solid one that's, you know. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you. We'll, we'll bring it back. So when me and Ian were in high school, right, we kicked it all the time because I had money and Ian wanted weed. <laughs> um. <laughs> I didn't know you caught on to that. <laughs> I literally, I'm telling you, I would get this babysitting money and Ian would smoke it up within like a fucking two days. That, um, is, I, that is how it, I was like, how the fuck was I smoking weed without a job, bro? Yeah, you were, I was buying the weed and we were smoking it, but it was fine. That's we, right. It was cool. We were hanging out, whatever. But uh, one time he found a fucking Razor scooter and we were just like going around the neighborhood being hooligans, you know, going to 7-Eleven, getting Slurpees and stuff. Yep. And he was like bombing on this goddamn <laughs> thing. And I was like literally running after him through the neighborhood like, slow down. He's like, no, catch up. And you know, it's the funny part about that story. It's funny how life kind of like does this. That, that was a block away from here. That was a block away from where we currently live. That, that was right down that hill. You know. That goes into the. That's totally crazy. 
we weren't. We, we were right here. Yes, we were right here. Don't say where <laughs> I know, we were. I was gonna say I was like I don't want to give. I you have too much I have internet stalkers. Okay, <laughs> just one, and I'm not sure that they listen. I hope they listen to the podcast. At least run me some change. But yeah, that was literally one block from here. That's actually funny. I actually kind of forgot about that where the location was, but I just remember it. Yeah. But now yeah, that you just right said that, I actually do remember it was right there. It was right there. Crazy. Crazy. Full circle. Full circle. Usually we do updates. Ah. What's going on with your life, Ian? What's new? Anything new? I'm going to going to a comic book convention later this week. Just went to a wedding. Yeah, you're just taking weird. a bunch of t- yeah, oh exactly. Uh, just taking a bunch of time off and just hanging out and doing nothing because I had an extraordinary amount of PTO accrued due to COVID and working through it and not yeah. being able to go on vacation. So that is crazy that we didn't take vacations for like two fucking for years. two fucking years. Yeah, that's sad. So Comic Con, that's Emerald City Comic Con. Yes, or, it is, and it comes around every year. How many times have you gone to Comic Con? This would be my tenth year. Tenth year of being a nerd. <laughs> oh no, it would be my twenty ninth oh, year yeah. of being a nerd. <laughs> well, is that there's cool stuff there though? Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, it's, it's like cool to event. see. It's like cool art. Like I mean, it's it's some like super nerd shit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not a nerd, you wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Yeah. At least you're being honest. <laughs> no, for real. And like, it's cool to Do like. People dress up like cosplay. Oh yeah, that's a big part oh, yeah, of that's, it. That's a big. That's honestly one of the like the biggest parts of it. Because actually, people uh people go around trying to win competitions. So like like they'll make crazy ass costumes and like go to like like San Diego Comic Con. That one's like you know like the, the, the mega the mega one. But they'll go to like you know New York Comic Con, San Diego or uh, Chicago Comic Con. Portland's bum ass Comic Con, uh, and like <laughs> Portland. I mean, I live in Seattle. It's kind of natural, you know. Hate the neighbor type shit. Anyway, but yeah, they go around trying to like win competitions. You know, I I recently found this out. I'm not in the cosplaying community. I feel like I see a lot of cosplaying stuff on TikTok, and I'm like, damn, you guys are very They're creative. About it. Yeah, I was like, you guys are very creative, but like, I just don't have time to. I don't have time for any more hobbies. There's literally nothing else I can get into. You said you just went to a wedding. I think it's crazy that we're like wedding age, very much in the wedding age. I uh, know, and like, I mean, I'm 29 years old, and I'm just going to the first wedding that my friends have done. Yeah, which really shows you where the time is at. You know. I know. I haven't been to fifties where like you go into weddings and you're like fucking like eighteen. Yeah. Well, well, a lot of people are getting married young because they wanted to get out of their house. Yep. Like you know, if you have like shitty parents, the only way out was to fucking marry. Like, yeah, you single know, transfer women, ownership yeah. to another shitty dude. Yeah, I know. That you that was like down the block. Literally, everyone's meet cute was or were like, oh, <laughs> she was at the grocery store and I just went up to her and she was like, sure, and she kept me. You know? Exactly. None of these apps. None of these apps. To think that it's so crazy because like you couldn't really get catfished before the internet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, not like catfish. You could oh, get set up probably- on a you get like set up on like a blind date. Maybe you could via like mail. Maybe people could catfish you via mail. Like a pen pal type yeah. of situation. That would be oof. Talk about smut. Those would be some explicit. <laughs> if you gotta wait for about a week to get that shit, you're getting paragraphs of just like oof. That's so funny. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I think that's uh, honestly that's about it. That's all we got. That's all she wrote. We could sit here and talk all fucking night. We literally because that's kind of just what we do. All right. Anyways, everybody, please send Veronese love because she's not feeling great. So I just want to say that. Um, and we're going to be back next week with regular programming with Berenice. Let's hope that she gets better by next week. If not, I'll have another amazing special co-host. So, Ian, thank you so much yep. for co-hosting the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you had fun sitting down with me and Ian. If you would like to support the podcast, it'd be really awesome for you to review and rate this as well as give us a follow on Instagram. We're at thanks for thanks for your concern with the number four. And I'm at LL Tudor. And Ian's handle is at Ian Tudor. I-A-N number two D-O-O-R. And Ian's single. So, you know. <laughs> that I very much am. You know, if anyone's interested. All right. Bye. Catch you later.